This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. We'd like to welcome new patrons Dane Kohlhoff, Jason Phillips, and Chandra Radix. Thank you for your support and for making these stories possible. To hear this and other episodes ad-free, listener shout-outs, and more, help support the show through our official Patreon at patreon.com slash bleedersdigest. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. The following contains mature subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Legends and folklore, perhaps designed to frighten us, protect us, or destroy us. Bleeders Digest, issue number 42, The Highway. This story is called The Highway, written by Lauren Shand. Callie and Hunter had been dating for just over five months when they decided to take a road trip to a rustic cabin in the woods. I wanted to get on the road way before sunset, and here we are in the middle of nowhere, and it's getting dark. I'm sorry. I really tried. It's, it's fine. I, I get it. Are you mad? No, no, I'm not mad. I just I just hate driving at night to places I'm unfamiliar with. It. Knowing my luck, I will get us lost. Well, you have me, and I am an excellent navigator. Oh, really? Yeah, me and Google Maps got you covered. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Hunter steers the car with his left hand as he takes his right hand to grab Callie's. He lifts her hand to his lips and gently kisses it before placing it back down. Huh, well, you look at that. It's starting to sprinkle. I didn't even see rain in the forecast. I didn't either. Well, maybe it'll snow at the cabin. Hunter's Mercedes hugs the slick black road. We must be getting close. I haven't seen another car in like three or four miles. Yeah, and my reception keeps going out. The condensation from the cold air and rain soaked the windshield. I think you need to crank the speed on those wipers up. I don't know how you can see out this window. I know, I just thought the exact same thing. This fog is intense. In the distance, a vehicle approaches from the opposite direction. Finally, there's another car. I haven't seen one in miles. Are you sure that's a car? I don't see any lights. Of course that's a car. What else would it be? A spaceship? Very funny. It just seems kind of dangerous to be driving at night in this kind of weather with no lights on. Yeah, I know. The guy must have forgotten. How are you so sure it's a guy? Okay, I'm one for gender equality and it could be a woman. Thank you very much. The car on the left side starts to pass Callie and Hunter's car when Hunter flashes his high beams. Um, what are you doing? Just letting him know his lights were off. I don't think that was a smart idea. Okay, so now you're saying I'm stupid. No, but you shouldn't have done that. Listen, flashing your lights is the polite and universal signal for, hey man or woman, your lights are off. It's just a friendly reminder. Yeah, not always. Don't you know it's a gang initiation thing? What? That's an urban legend that freak people out to get easily frightened. Kind of like how you are right now. No, it's not. It's true. That's how they initiate new members. The guy goes out, and the first person that flashes their light at them, they go after until they run them off the road. Calm down. I, I don't think this is the case here. But, man, I am learning a lot about you. First of all, don't tell me to calm down. I am serious. This shit happens. And I'm learning a few things about you, too. I see. You're the type 
that would just rather watch things happen and not say anything. Just keep quiet and hope someone else cleans up the mess. No, I am just being smart on the off chance this guy is a gang member looking to solidify his membership with using us as his ticket in. You're being irrational. And everything's going to be just fine. I really hope you're right. Callie looks nervously behind her to find the car they flashed driving right behind them. Oh, shit. I'm right. Fuck, he's right behind us. He's following us. Hunter looks out his rear view mirror to find that the same car is trailing close behind. Okay, let's not panic and be super dramatic. I bet he realized he was going the wrong direction and he had to turn around and it's just a coincidence. Hunter begins to press down on the accelerator. He's starting to get nervous, but tries to hide it from Callie by cracking horrible jokes. I bet he was on his way home, got some booty call, and had to make a quick U-turn. Knock it the fuck off! I am really nervous! Damn it, what the hell is wrong with this person? See, I told you, Hunter! All of a sudden, the stranger sped up and hit the back of Hunter's Mercedes, causing him to swerve. Callie and Hunter felt the jolt of the car being tapped as their bodies are thrown forward and then back into their seats. Ah! What the fuck? This dude is messed up. He just fucking hit my car. Look, there's a rest stop. Where? Right there. Hunter swiftly moved the steering wheel to the right to get off the highway, leaving the stranger speeding ahead down the road. Off the exit, they spotted a gas station with a mini-mart. They pulled into the lot and parked. Hunter opened the door in anger as he sussed out the damage. Callie followed behind, afraid to look. She knew how livid Hunter would be. Are you fucking kidding me? I just got it out of the shop. That bumper's going to be at least two grand to fix. Callie takes out her phone to try and call the police to report the accident, but the call keeps failing. Oh, I can't get a signal. Let's go into that mini mart. I bet they have a payphone. Do they even have payphones anymore? Of course they do. Hunter and Callie enter the convenience store. The clerk is ringing up a gentleman for some gas. Callie notices there's something wrong. More of Bleeder's Digest, issue number 42, The Highway. After this. Hunter and Callie enter the convenience store. The clerk is ringing up a gentleman for some gas. Callie notices there's something wrong. She isn't sure if it's the strange people inside or the off-brand items that are on the shelf. Callie, come here. I found the phone. See, I told you they still have them. Yeah, except this one says it's out of order. Look at the sign. Hunter picks up the receiver and hears nothing on the other end. He presses the switch hook a few times, trying to get a dial tone. Of course, just my luck. Maybe the clerk at the front will let us use the store phone. Come on, let's go ask him. Hey, mister, we were just involved in a hit and run. You got a phone we could use? Our cells don't have any reception. There's one at the back. Yeah, that's out of order. And so are you. Okay, look. John, is it? Yeah. We're just trying to get out of this place and- Callie turns to look outside at their car and notices something outside. She taps on Hunter, trying to get his attention. Hunter. Callie starts to get more aggressive with her tapping and urgency. Hunter! Hunter, look! Uh, Callie, what? What's going on? Unable to ignore Callie anymore, Hunter turned around and looked outside. The black car that was following them was parked right next to theirs. Both of their stomachs were in knots. Hunter was filled a little more with rage. Hunter gazes around the room, taking each person into account. Ah, all right, which one of you crazy inbred fuckers hit my car? Don't all stand up at once. Was it you holding that Twinkie? Or maybe you with the bag of chips? I suggest you get out of here. Not until one of these people 
I use the term loosely, admits to smashing into my car. The customers in the store didn't say anything. They only stared at Callie and Hunter. I'm going to give you to the count of three to leave my store. Or your little car accident will be the best part of your day. Now hit the road and don't even think of looking back. The clerk pulled out a knife from his apron and pointed it at Hunter. Hunter started to back up and put his hands up. Whoa, okay. It's okay, right, it's okay. Cool. We were just leaving. leaving. Come on, You're real go. tough now, ain't you, boy? Look at y'all scattering like pigs at the slaughterhouse. <laughs> I can already smell the blood. <laughs> the two of them got back in the car and sped off, turning back on the highway. We could have gotten killed back there. You realize that, right? Yeah, but we're fine. It's just like you to downplay it. What? Who says I'm downplaying it? Hunt, the guy pulled a knife on you and someone was following us. Yeah, I know, I know. A few miles ahead, Hunter stops the car. You gotta be shitting me. 100 feet ahead is the black car stopped in their lane. Its lights are on and the engine is running. The windshield was fogged up, adding to the ominous feeling. Hunter started revving his engine, hoping the other driver would back down in intimidation. What is going on? What are you doing? Make sure you're buckled and hold on. I don't think this is a good idea. The other car revved its engine back, signaling it had no intention of backing down. Hunter pressed down on the gas pedal. The other car followed suit. Both cars' tires spun as they moved towards each other at cataclysmic speed. Hunter's speedometer read nearly 85 miles per hour as it propelled down the desolate dark road. At the very last moment, Hunter pulled off to the side using his parking brake to skid to a stop. The other car lost control and crashed off the side of the road into a pile of dirt and bushes. Hunter and Callie breathed a sigh of relief. Hunter popped the trunk and they both got out. What's in the trunk? What are you doing? Hunter grabbed his hockey stick and slammed the trunk shut. All right. Fuck! I'm gonna beat this asshole! Are you crazy? They both headed down the hill. When they arrived at the car, all the doors were still closed. Hunter held his makeshift weapon up in the air, ready to take a swing. You think someone's passed out in there? Yeah, I don't know, but we're about to find out. When I count to three, you open the door and stay back. I'm gonna knock this piece of crap out. Callie nodded in accord. One, two, three! Callie quickly opened the driver's front seat door. They looked inside. There was nobody to be found. What the actual fuck? They continued searching. The back seat, the trunk, and not a soul was there. What the hell? The room of trees behind the car led deep into the forest. Dark and uninviting. So now what? There is no way I'm going into the woods. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. They climbed back up the hill and into their car. When we get to the cabin, I will call the police and tell them what happened. Look, I took a picture of the license plate so we can report it. Okay, great. This has been quite the adventure. Yeah, it sure has. So can we agree that flashing your high beams was the wrong decision? Fuck, forgive me for trying to do something nice for someone. It seems like every few seconds, Hunter's eyes dart all around him. You keep checking your mirrors. Is everything okay? Do you see something? No, I'm just making sure. (sighs) Now I'm paranoid. Well, that makes two of us. I just wanted to have a nice and relaxing time at the cabin. It's okay, we will. Just a small hiccup. (laughs) You're right. 
Hunter looks in the rearview mirror and sees a large shadow move in the back. His fear resulted in him drifting into the other lane. A driver on the other side honked as Hunter quickly corrected. What was that? Callie, look in the back seat. I think I saw something move. Callie turned around and didn't see anything. She switched on her phone's flashlight, unbuckled her seatbelt, and dipped behind the seat. She found herself staring at the pale blue eyes of a stranger. He had blood running down his forehead and a knife in his right hand. Oh my god, he's in the back seat! And with that, the mysterious stranger climbs into the front seat, turns on the car, and turns off the lights. Shand, featuring Spider One as the narrator, Trevor Shand as Hunter, Jennifer Adams as Callie, Stephen Knowles as the store clerk. Engineering production and sound design by Lauren Shand. Theme music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox, and Trevor Shand. Bleeders Digest is created and curated by Spider One, Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode. If you like what you heard, you can rate and write a review on our show page on Apple Podcasts. It helps others discover Bleeders Digest and enables us to continue producing new episodes. It means everything to us, and we thank you so much. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Bleeders Digest. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. And at BleedersDigest.com for more. Bleeders Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.